Luke, the first chapter, beginning at verse number 39. I'm going to read quite a few verses so you can remain seated. You'll find these words, verse 39. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judea and entered into the house of Zacharias and salutated Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Somebody, you need to focus on there shall be a performance. Verse number 46, and Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his hand maiden, for behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty have done to me great things, and holy is his name. Verse 50, and his mercy is on them that fear from generation to generation. He hath shown strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He had put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He had filled the hungry with good things and the rich he had sent empty away. Verse 54, he hath helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. All right, that's enough. I think that when y'all get home, read it again. Start at verse number one. But, uh, but uh, I like to, from those verses that I read here today, just talk to you all for just a few moments from the subject matter, the reversals in our lives, the reversals in our lives. Don't miss it. The reversals in our lives. When you look at the word reversal, amen, it's an act or the process of reversing. I mean, you know, God has a way of reversing things in our lives. It also means a change often for the worse. Now that's the world's definition that it's a change often for uh, the worse. And haven't there been times in your life when a reversal grabbed your attention or captured your heart? 
and left you wondering what is going on here and how did this happen? Isn't it amazing one day everything is going well and all it takes is a, is a phone call. All it takes is a, a piece of mail. All it takes is some news, amen, that can change your entire life. I can easily imagine that's what it was like for Mary and Elizabeth in our text today. It happens in my life. It happens in your life, amen. God have a way of reversing things in our lives. It might have been something you had long hoped and waited for. It might have been the last thing you ever wanted. Or it might have been something that took you completely by surprise. Think about those times. Just take a moment to think about those times in your life when your life took a U-turn. Think about despite your best efforts and intentions, you didn't get what you wanted, expected, or thought you deserved. Think about it. The situation you thought was hopeless, a lost cause, but something happened and God worked it out. Think about the tragedy opened in your life to a gift that you never could have imagined. You received bad news. Perhaps you went through some type of tragedy, but yet in everything you gave thanks because you understood it was the will of God concerning you through Christ Jesus, your Lord. You stood on the word of God and you stood on the promises of God that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and to those who are the called according to his purpose. And so tragedy actually opened your life to a gift that you could have never imagined. Think about you intended one thing but got the complete opposite. I don't know about you but I say hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. You thought perhaps uh, you thought perhaps you wanted one thing, but aren't you glad God didn't quite give you what you asked him for? Y'all ain't going to be honest here. You know, when you look back over your life and that thing that you had prayed about, well, let me just be plain, that person you prayed about, aren't you glad when you look at them now, you say, God, I thank you that you did a reversal in in my life. Think about everything was going your way and then nothing was going your way. Have you had those times when it just seems like the blessings of God are just on your life and the favor of God everything you touch just seemed like it just turned to gold. You know God answers you before you even pray. But then but then there's a reversal because then there are times when you feel like your prayers are not even being 
heard and it seemed like every call is bad news seemed like everything that you touch turns to dirt instead of gold what about those times and what about those times when nothing was going your way and then one day everything changed what about your plans and your expectations clash with the outcome you had it all planned your expectations were high but when you got to the final outcome it seems like your plans and your expectations they clash well those are the kind of reversals that I'm asking about today and we've all experience them. Fact of the matter is they are a part of everyday life. Most of us, I suspect, we tend to judge and label them as good or bad depending on whether we experience them for better or for worse. And more and more, I am coming to realize that the only thing I really know about the reversals in my life is that I really don't know. Even though I'm trying to figure this thing out and I'm trying to uh, hear from heaven and asking God to speak, you know, there's just some things we just simply don't no. In fact, Paul tells us in the 13th chapter of the book of 1 Corinthians, he says, now, now we see through a glass darkly. What did Paul mean when he said that we see through a glass darkly? He means simply this, that right now our vision is somewhat distorted. It's not, it's not clear. God, I can't understand everything that you're doing to me. I can't understand understand why you are taking me the direction that you are taking me in. And so I have to come to the realization that the only thing that I really know in regards to my reversals is that I really uh, don't know. I, I don't see reversals as uh, a means or system of rewards and uh, punishment. Sometimes they keep me from living a one-sided life. You know what? Reversals will keep you from getting stuck. Have you ever been driving a car and uh, some of y'all may not have experienced this, but the car would not go forward. But if you put it in reverse and punch that gas. Maybe the tires were spinning when you was in drive, but when you put it in reverse, it gets you out of all of a sudden, you're no longer you're no longer stuck. Well, I'm starting to learn that 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 reversals keep me from being stuck, or it keeps me from having a closed mind to the possibility of the impossible. See, when you get stuck, your mind becomes closed. Come on, somebody, and you can't really see the impossible but when God just keeps reversing things in your life it keeps your life from becoming stuck and you can begin 
to see the possibilities of the impossible. You know, you know what it reveals the complexities and the uncertainties of life and this world. Because just when you become complacent, just when you become satisfied with the status quo, in other words, the way things are. Sometimes we just get too too comfortable and God sees that we're just too uh, comfortable. How many of you all know that when we be, I'm going to feel like preaching in a minute. How many of y'all know? How many of y'all know that when we become too comfortable in life, uh, you know, it kind of diminishes our praise. Let me talk to y'all. When we become too comfortable in life, amen, it changes our prayer lives. When you have everything at your disposal, when you're able to go to the bank and put your ATM card in and, and get the maximum out. And have you noticed the maximum is more now? It used to be $300. I went to the uh, ATM, Brother Chuck, the other day and put my card in and it asked if I wanted a thousand dollars. I said, well, I can't get out what ain't in there. So no, I don't quite want. But at the time it was a max of just 300. I mean, they just trying to get us to spend all of our little money. And so it made me feel good to be able to, if I had it, be able to at least get it out once we become comfortable. But notice when, 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 my God, you're going through financial difficulties and you can't quite uh, spend like you used to spend and you don't know how you're going to pay your bills. All of a sudden, isn't it amazing how God put a 5 o'clock a.m. prayer in your heart? You get up and start praying at 5 o'clock. Now the Lord told, he didn't tell you when you had money. He didn't tell you when uh, you had it. Somebody said, preach pastor. He didn't tell me. Come on here. He didn't tell you that. But all of a sudden, and you got a 5 a.m. prayer time because you need God to open up a door. You need God to make a way. You need God uh, to move in your behalf. Well, that's what that's what uh, uh, that's what reversals does uh, 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 for our lives. It helps us to see the complexities and the uncertainties of life. Uh, they wake us up and they invite us to a self-reflective, uh, and it calls us to dig deeper, Amen, into the things of God. They teach us that life is not in service to us, but we are to be in service to life. Some of y'all is looking for life to serve you. Where y'all, where y'all coming from? Where did you get that life was supposed to serve you? Life is not to serve you. You are, come on here, because you are to give service uh, uh, to life. It causes, uh, I know it causes me when I have the reversals, and trust me, I have them. When I have the reversals in my life, it calls me to hold on to faith and hope and love just a little bit tighter. Why? Because God, you just did a U-turn on me. You just reversed something. And it wasn't quite what I thought 
it was going to be. But my trust is still in you. I, well, I hear a song, I trust in God wherever I may be. On the mountaintop or out on the raging sea, though billows roll, he keeps my soul. My heavenly father watches over me. So when I go through the reversals of my life, it tells me to keep holding on to God because nothing shall separate me from the love of God. And so and so when you look at today's text, I'm almost finished, believe it or not. When you look at today's gospel. It is filled with reversals. Everybody say reversals. It's not filled with rehearsal. It's filled with reversal. There's a difference, all right? Because look at Mary. Look at Mary. One day she is a young virgin. The next day she is a pregnant mother-to-be. Look at Elizabeth. One day she is old and barren. The next day she is a pregnant mother-to-be. Mary says she is a lowly servant who from now on all generations will call her blessed. Look at the reversal from a lowly woman to everybody from every generation will turn around and call her blessed. She proclaims that God scattered the proud, brought down the powerful, lifted up the lowly, filled the hungry, and sent the rich away empty. Do you see the reversals in in the text? It's one after another. So here's what I wonder. I wonder. Can y'all believe that the pastor sometimes uh, he sits and uh, he wonder. Serenity, I wonder sometimes. I know you think Grandpa know everything. No, sometimes Grandpa just, uh, he has to wonder. And here's what I wonder when I read the text today. What if reversals are the way of God? I want you to ponder that. Just what if, what if the ways of, the, 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 what if reversals are the ways of God? Isn't that what we see all throughout scripture? You remember what Joseph's brothers uh, did to him. They plotted to kill him, stripped him of his robe and threw him in a pit to die. They didn't then pulled him out and sold him to some merchants for 20 pieces of silver. But notice the reversal because he had to let them know that even though you intended to harm me, God intended it for my good. You know the story of the prodigal son, don't you? Mm-hmm. The prodigal son, he leaves home with wealth uh, and he ends up working in uh, uh-huh, the pig 
begins. But it was in the pig pen when he came to himself. Sometimes God has to allow us to get so low in order for us to come to ourselves. He came to himself and he said, I'm going to get up. And he said, self, hallelujah. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. I want y'all to know I talk to myself every now and then. You got to talk to yourself. He said, how many higher service does my father have, Khalil? My father got that big old mansion on the farm. I had my own bedroom. I had a 75-inch TV hanging on the wall. I had my iPhone, I'm sorry, my Android because it works better than iPhones. I had, I had my PlayStation and my Xbox. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. I had everything that I needed. I had my own bathroom. I could go and come whenever I got ready to go and come. And now I am sitting here in this pig pen. The Bible says that he came to himself. But notice the reversal. Notice the reversal. He was dead, but now he is alive. He was lost, but now he's found. What about the blind man in the ninth chapter of the book of St. John, the blind man, he was born blind and he was healed by Jesus. Look at the reversal. He says, now look, I don't know who this man was. I did not see him coming because I'm blind. I'm blind. And I did not see what direction he went. But one thing I do know is I've experienced a reversal is that I was once blind but uh, but now I can see uh, y'all remember old dead Lazarus don't you y'all 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 don't want no preaching y'all remember Lazarus had been dead what uh, he's been dead now three days and then here Jesus comes uh, and Jesus calls him out of the tomb uh, that sounds like a reversal to me what about that woman in the seventh chapter of the book of St. Luke Jesus tells a woman in the city says he which was a sinner your sins are forgiven that sounds like a reversal to me what about Simeon Simeon tells Mary uh says the one whom all generations will call blessed in the second chapter of St. Luke says a sword will pierce your own soul Mm -hmm. come on y'all just follow me for just a few more minutes Yeah, and so God has a way of doing reversals in our life. And then there's the great reversal. Somebody say the great reversal. And that is the reversal of Christmas in which the divine become human. And then there's a reversal because then the human becomes divine. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the Bible said and the word was made flesh and did what? It dwelt among men. 
And so, yes, scripture is filled with reversals, just like our life is. And I don't understand and I can't explain how any of that happens. I've seen it happening in your life and I've seen it happen in my life. But I have no answer because you know what? Sometimes I just don't get it because his ways are far above our ways. His thoughts are far above our thoughts as far as the east is from the west. So are God ways and thoughts above our ways. But what strikes me, something strikes me here is that neither Mary nor Elizabeth spend any time trying to understand or make sense out of what is happening. Don't y'all miss that. When God starts moving in your life, stop trying to make sense out of what God, it don't make sense. A few years ago, I preached a message when God don't make sense because sometimes God just don't make sense to the human mind. Read the text. You won't see Mary nor Elizabeth debating with God, trying to figure out how am I pregnant? How am I filled with the Holy Ghost? How did this happen? Your flesh cannot comprehend. I want to talk to some folk that's not in the flesh right now. I want to talk to some folk that walk by faith and not by sight. I want to talk to folk that in the midst of everything you're going through. And some of y'all going through hell and hot water. But your faith is strong. Your determination is sure. I want to talk to some folk here today that know that God can turn. God can turn this thing around. Do I have anybody up in here regardless of what you're going through? You can declare in this place here today that the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, he can turn my situation around. Mm, the banker told me no, but God can turn around and make him say yes. My bank account might be negative, but when I check it next time, it'll be positive. Y'all ain't got to talk back here to me, but I serve I serve a God who can do anything but fail. Well, let me wrap it up. I know there's something. I know there's something. They don't spend no time trying to understand or make sense. They don't rationalize it or evaluate whether it's good or bad. They don't make too much of it or too little of it. Instead, they receive their reversals. Don't look at nobody, but look straight like you're looking at them and tell them, receive your reversal. Somebody missed it because you didn't do it. But that's all right. Receive your reversal. I come by here to tell somebody that God is doing something. And they receive their reversals as an unfolding of something larger than themselves. Which God says you're going to be a part of. That's part of y'all problem. I'm going to go ahead and preach here now. Some of y'all got to be a part of everything God is doing. You ain't got sense enough to be a part of what God is doing. You're not holy enough. You're not righteous enough to try to put your hand into what God is trying to do in your life. I stand by here to let somebody know that God is trying to unfold something in all of our lives that is much bigger than what we are. It's much bigger than your bank account. It's much bigger, oh my God, than your intelligence. It's much bigger 
And that's what Mary and Elizabeth had to realize that God is just allowing us to be a part of something that's unfolding that we're not big enough. I wonder if that's what Elizabeth is getting at. It kind of seemed like she hints at that just a little bit to me. It looked like she hints at when she says blessed is she who believe that there would be a fulfillment. And I stopped by here to tell you that God don't have no gender problem. And I stopped by to hear that everybody I come to tell you blessed is he, blessed is she that know that there's going to be a fulfillment. In other words, whatever God said he was going to do in your life, you might as well just get ready. I'm closing here now. Come on. I don't want to preach too much longer. You might as well get ready because God's getting ready to do it. Listen at her. Blessed is she or he that believes that there will be an opening, that there's going to be an unfolding, there's going to be an enlargement of life blessed is the one blessed is the one who will believe it I stop back here just to let somebody know 2021 been a very rough year. I'm talking about it's been rough. It's been tough. We thought 20 was something. And we thought when we stood on the threshold of 2021, that 21 was going to get better. It got a little better just, just for a little while, Ashley. But all of a sudden, it just seemed like it's getting worse and worse. Everybody's nervous whether or not we're going to shut down or not. Everybody nervous when now we gonna catch this new virus. Well, I stopped back here to tell somebody, and I ain't gonna preach too hard here, but I stopped by to tell somebody that pastor ain't nervous about nothing because I see an opening, I see an unfolding, I see an enlarging of life, and my prayer is simply this: Lord, enlarge. Enlarge, enlarge my territory. I don't mean to be selfish here, but you might not want your your territory enlarged. You might be satisfied right where you are. You might be ready to go to heaven with what you got. But my prayer is Lord enlarge my territory because I see an unfolding. And I see an enlarging in life. But we got to understand that word bless. Because bless doesn't necessarily mean that your life is going to be easy. It don't mean that you're going to always get your way. It really don't mean that you're going to live happily ever after. And that's also true about your reversals because the Lord never promised that the road would be easy he said in this world you shall have tribulation be of good cheer for I've overcome this world somebody ought to shout glory 
glory. When you look at Mary, and I'm give me about three more minutes. When you look at Mary, she's the one whom God has looked on with favor. She's the one whom all generations will call her blessed. And I stop to tell you I got favor don't get mad at me but I'm one of God's favorites you can claim it if you want and because I'm blessed my sons are blessed and because my sons are blessed my grandbabies are blessed and because my grandbabies blessed when it's time my great grandbabies go be blessed I'm blessed when I go out I'm blessed when I come back in I'm blessed in the city I'm blessed in the field somebody ought to declare up in this place I know I'm blessed come on I know I'm blessed God is doing something in my life. He didn't spare you. He didn't keep you for no reason at all. But thank God. Somebody say thank God. Thank God. I'm still here. And because I'm here, I'm going to live life to the fullest declare in this place I'm going to live life to the fullest because God is getting ready to turn it around is there anybody here you need God to turn it around I dare you I dare you to stand on your feet and by faith turn around turn around turn around again God's gonna turn it around God's gonna heal your body God will save your soul God will Open up a door. God will touch your finances. God will talk to the broker. God will talk to your boss. God will talk to your children. God will talk to your outlaws. God will turn around. Come on, turn around. Come on, turn the other way. Some of the pastor now, I can't keep turning because I get a little dizzy. Maybe that's what you need. Maybe you need to get dizzy. Get out of yourself. 
and tell God, God, I need a reversal. I need a reversal. All right. I just want to talk. I need somebody. You come to church and you need a reversal. Now just remember this. Don't tell God how to reverse it. Trust him. That whatever he does, I'm going to give you praise. Hallelujah. I'm going to magnify you. And I'm going to say yes. May not be what I desire. May not be what I desire. But I already know. If you reverse it. It's going to be your plan for my life every eye closed every head bow what are the reversals that have happened in your life what reversals are happening right now what reversals are happening right now what reversals need to happen and just what if what if just what if every reversal is pregnant with life pregnant with life it was for Mary it was for Elizabeth I didn't say you was going to have a baby but just what if your reversals is pregnant with I wonder, I wonder what wants to enter the world through you today, through you today. What is God trying to birth through you? God says, I must. Reverse some things. You're not going to understand it. But if you trust him. You will find favor. You will be blessed. Among all your peers. And not only will you be blessed. But from generation. To generation, the blessings that God bestows upon you when you're dead and gone. Hallelujah.
I know I'm blessed because my mother and father was blessed. They've been gone a long time. But I'm still. Not only, Brother Khalil, am I walking in my own blessings. But when I didn't have sense enough to even know how to walk in my blessings. I was walking in the blessings of my mother and father. Because he promised it's going to go from generation to generation that that all by itself ought to stir something up in all of us to hold on to God and not let go God I share with you people what you've placed on my heart to share you declared that your word would not go forth void But it would accomplish what you set out for it to accomplish. God, I thank you because you are the God of reversals. What may look dark now, you can bring light out of darkness. You can bring life out of death. You can bring wholeness out of confusion You can bring healing out of sickness. (laughs) You are God. You are the God of reversals. And God help us. That as you reverse some things in our lives. Help us not to fight it. Help us not to argue about it. Try to analyze it. Knowing that when we put our hands in it. We mess it up. Help us to totally trust you. Lean and depend upon you in the name of Jesus. God, those that know sickness today, I pray that you would touch their bodies now in the name of Jesus. Complete healing in their bodies. Thank you, God, for your healing touch. Sister Lori's body, manifest yourself, complete the work in the mighty name of Jesus. God, there may be somebody who don't know your darling son, Jesus Christ, as their personal savior. They can't come unless you draw them. God, draw them before it's too late. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, take us to higher heights, deeper depths. In you, O oh God, give us a determination to run on as never before. Give us a hold on spirit in the name of Jesus. Give us more of a hunger and a thirst for you, God, in these last and evil days. Thank you for your promise. Thank you for your promise that every believer, no matter what happens, you're going to take care of us. You're going to supply all our needs. You're going to protect us. The enemy cannot destroy us. We're not going under. We're going over. I don't care what it look like. Open up doors. Make ways. Work miracles. Help. Glory to God. Somebody stand in need of a miracle. Work a miracle right now. Work it as I pray in the name of Jesus. 
I know you can and I know you will. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody put those hands together and say, I thank God for my reversals. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I thank God for reverse. I will forget I was in St. Louis, Missouri. And it was dark and I was trying to get to the temple or the, where they was holding the convocation. Brother Michael, I got off on the exit too soon. It was dark. See, you know what I'm talking about. The street, you couldn't, two cars could not, I couldn't even turn around. I knew. I knew that night when I turned on the street. I was going to glory. I knew that night they were going to have to ship my body back from St. Louis to California. Because as I was, Brother Khalil, as I was driving and I saw I messed up, there must have been about a hundred guys, gangster looking guys. And they start walking towards the car. I was in a Cadillac with tinted windows. All I can say now that I think about it, I didn't say that then, but I'm saying it now. God, I thank you for reverse. I put that car in reverse. And when I got back on the main street, I didn't care who hit me. Amen. I gunned it. I went on ahead and went to church anyway, but my heart didn't get right till after the benediction. I was by myself that trip. You remember you were with me one year? We saw the big gas station sign right off the freeway, right off the freeway. We thought that as soon as we got off, the gas station was going to be right there. We started going down this street looking for the gas station. It was dark. Once again, can't turn around, can't do nothing. And me and Sister Teresa was in the car. I'm trying to be a man and they like I ain't scared. Like I got this. Ooh, I was scared. I had made up my mind though already. I had already made up my mind. Real bad is that the only thing, if anything happened, just run over everybody in the street. I had already made up my mind. I, I, what else could happen? <laughs> they was going to go see the king or somebody else that night because I was just going to gun it because it wasn't no turning around. And God protected us. We drove through real slow and they just kind of looked. I was just waiting. I was just waiting and we made it through there. Taught us a lesson. Have a full tank of gas when you're driving through St. Louis. Amen. But I thank God for the reversals in my life. A lot of them I did not understand, Paula. A lot of them I just did not understand. A lot of them kind of messed with my faith a little bit. Sometimes it'll mess with your faith when you believe in God and trust in God, then it reverses on you. But remember, reversals are neither good nor bad. It's the plan of God for every believer so that he can do what he desires.